I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Opposition Research Podcast here on HawkeyeNation.com. My name is Andrew Downs. Each week I'll find a beat reporter, blogger, or broadcaster that covers Iowa's upcoming opponent. If you have a suggestion for who I should talk to in a given week, or if you want to have questions you'd like me to ask, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew C. Downs. Let's get to this week's game. Iowa hosts Wisconsin, a 2.30 kick. The Hawkeyes are ranked 16th in the latest college football playoff rankings and have won five games in a row. My guest today covers the Badgers for the Wisconsin State Journal. It's Colton Bartholomew. Colton, thank you for the time, man. Yeah, no problem. You know, it's been a bit of a season of opposites for Iowa and Wisconsin. Uh, we here have been lucky enough not to have COVID affect our season very much. Wisconsin has not been so lucky. Also, Iowa got off to a terrible start and has come on strong. Also, the opposite of what the Badgers have seen this season. How much do you equate the past two games with the disjointed nature of this season? I think it's pretty significant. I think when you look at um, the, the amount of young guys that are playing for uh, Wisconsin, on the, especially on the offensive side, um, and the, the fact that they've had games canceled and then different practice times get moved around and, and some canceled when they were going through their COVID outbreak, uh, and then throw some injuries on top of that that are just normal to every football season, every team. Um, there's just a lack of continuity and a lack of rhythm with this offense right now. Um, and then Graham Mertz, who uh, the redshirt freshman starting quarterback, who started off the year with a crazy game against Illinois where he's on top of the world. Then he ends up getting uh, contracting COVID, and it just really hasn't been the same since. And uh, especially the last two weeks against some really good defenses in Northwestern Indiana, uh, just has struggled. He's missed some open throws and just hasn't been uh, what he expects of himself. So um, I, I think the, the disjointed nature of the season is definitely a factor in it. But at the end of the day, I think everybody's going to have some interruptions or some weirdness this year. And uh, so far, the last couple of weeks, the Badgers just haven't handled it very well. Yeah, you mentioned that that offensive production or lack thereof and, and the Badgers scored 40 plus in the first two games and then just 13 points combined the past two obviously the competition was a step up you mentioned those defenses uh, but what other reasons do you see for the lack of offensive production the past two games I think the biggest thing is when Danny Davis and Kendrick Pryor their top two receivers uh, have been dealing with some injuries that group was already thin to begin with. Everybody kind of knew that that was going to be a position of, of question throughout the year. And with those guys out, and then, you know, not just out, but even when they come back, not being 100%, uh, I think that eliminated their ability to use the jet sweeps uh, on offense. And that's been a kind of a bread-and-butter play uh, the last few years for the Badgers because 
uh, as as talented as their offensive line is and how talented they how much talent they've had in the backfield, you know, defense knows exactly what you're doing and is coming between the tackles every play. Um, they're going to be able to slow you down eventually. So the jet sweep really gave the offense a different dimension and a way to make sure the defense was was honest on both sides. Uh, you know, inside and outside, and they just really just don't have that right now. And um, Danny Davis is still questionable at this point for this weekend, and Kendrick Pryor is also questionable after getting banged up against uh, Indiana. So um, it might be more of the same against Iowa, which doesn't really bode well for what this offense can do. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Wisconsin has had an an offensive identity for a couple of decades now of being, you know, a really, really good running team. What is this Wisconsin team's offensive identity? I think that's the problem. I think they haven't been able to establish it because uh, not only the disjointed nature of the season, but then just the the injuries they've had, they they haven't, I I think, committed to one way what they want to do or, you know, what one particular kind of element to their game. To me, uh, I, I think, Graham Mertz's performance right away out of the gates against Illinois might have kind of changed what the this team thought it was going to be. Where um, you know Illinois really, not that they're a great defense overall, but their run defense is pretty solid. Their front seven is pretty solid. So I think the fact that uh, Mertz was able to do really well in the passing game there maybe changed some of the philosophies that Wisconsin was going to go with this year. Um, I think that after what they've seen the last few weeks, they've got a really commit even more to the run game. Jalen Berger, their freshman tailbacks, been their best tailback, but only getting 15 carries a game the last three games. Um, I think that number has got to go up. I think you've got to start treating him kind of like your workhorse, getting him in that 20 to 25 range that they're used to, um, and really committing to the ground game because um, with the lack of weapons they have on the outside, you're just not going to make a ton of big plays with who Graham Mertz has to throw to right now. We've covered the offensive struggles, but the defense has stayed consistently good. Who who are some of the players or maybe position groups that Hawkeye fans should be looking for this Saturday? Uh, number one, uh, I would say the linebackers. You've got Jack Sanborn and Leo Chanel, uh, the inside linebackers for Wisconsin that are uh, number one and two uh, on the team with 29 and 22 tackles uh, between those two guys. So just uh, whenever you play a 3-4 defense, that's kind of what you're expecting is your inside linebackers to get a lot of those tackles. But um, what they're doing, not only in the run game, but also as pass rushers is pretty special and fun to watch uh, because that kind of became part of Wisconsin's defensive identity last year was um, bringing inside linebackers on blitzes and challenging teams that way uh, so they couldn't load up on the edge against some of the pass rushers they had in the past. Um, they've continued that this year. Um, 
both those guys are, are getting pressure up the middle, and then there's a freshman outside linebacker named Nick Herbig who's doing really well for a freshman year, still you know showing some of that, that freshman newness. He's 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 made some mistakes and uh, done some some things he'd probably take back, but uh, overall he's doing a really good job getting around the edge and, and challenging offensive tackles. So I'm really excited to see what, that that matchup between Herbig and Alaric Jackson because you know Jackson's going to be probably a first round pick next year or yeah in the spring in the draft so uh seeing what a freshman does against him is going to be fun um i I think this this front seven versus iowa's offensive line is going to be a fun matchup it's been a weird season for the Badgers. Uh, missed out on some some opportunities to play some rivals, but you do get this opportunity to play in this trophy game, and, and it's a series that the Badgers have really dominated for about a decade now. Uh, how important is this game to this program right now? It's extremely important. We actually just got off a Zoom call with Jim Leonard, the, uh, the defensive coordinator, not too long ago, and he kind of laid it out, just said, you know, we need a win. There's an urgency right now with this team um, that they haven't played well in – he said all three phases. I think he's just covering up for the offense and the special teams, given what his defense is doing. But um, they, they feel like they, they need to put a, a complete game together at some point in the year. And um, they, they were, they're focusing on Iowa this week. And I think one of the things that's kind of become a part of this rivalry is that because their identities are so similar, they, they know – how each one is going to attack the other one. Um, and it really kind of just comes down to who has the talent or who, who makes the player two that kind of separates themselves. I feel like the last three or four years you've had Jonathan Taylor on the or Wisconsin side that's done really well against Iowa. But, you know, obviously he's not here anymore. So what can Wisconsin's offense do to, you know, make some plays? Because you mentioned at the top. I mean, Iowa's defense and Iowa's team as a whole has been coming on strong here the second half of the year. So, um there's there's a lot of urgency on this side. I'm just not sure uh, if they've got the firepower to to keep the streak alive against Iowa. He is at C Bart WSJ on Twitter. Give him a follow for all your Badger news. Check out his work in the Wisconsin State Journal and at Madison.com. Colton, thank you so much for the time today. I really appreciate it. No problem. There it is. Sounds like Wisconsin needs this game. Iowa certainly wants this game. A six win in a row uh, and a bad streak against Wisconsin. Now, I don't think this is the the win that Iowa was hoping for against Wisconsin or maybe the game that Iowa was hoping for against Wisconsin. I said it a few times on these podcasts over the past, I don't know, several months that for Iowa to really make this a rivalry again, for them to, to kind of you know, retake their manhood in, in this series. They can't just beat a bad Wisconsin team. They can't beat a, a, a down team with nothing on the line. Uh, I hope they do that, and I hope Iowa gets a win and and moves into the you know second place in the West and, and goes and plays you know Indiana or Ohio State or whoever the hell they're going to match up with in that that final Champions Week matchup. But for Iowa to really take them their, their any momentum back in this series. It needs to be a game with something on the line. It needs to be a game where where Iowa stops Wisconsin from doing something or Iowa gains something by doing this. It needs to be a game where the Big Ten West is on the line for one team or the other or, you know, in a perfect world for both teams. Hopefully we'll get that next season as Iowa and Wisconsin match up in the final week uh, once again next year. That'll probably be the last time we see that because I think that Iowa-Nebraska game will go to Black Friday after that, um, you know, for for the rest of time, hopefully. Um, And so... 
It'll be interesting to see kind of uh, how Iowa plays in this game. They haven't played well against Wisconsin. But this is a different Wisconsin team, as you heard. They got a little uh, they got a little happy with their weapons early and, and haven't established that running game like they normally do. The defense is solid, though. So Spencer Petras, hopefully he found some confidence in that win over Illinois and can carry that over into the final regular season game. Uh, stay updated at HawkeyeNation.com. We got this game covered from all angles. And then Thursday night, it's the Hawkeye Nation radio show. Joe Schmelke myself we'll talk with John Miller Joe Hugan and uh, and more we'll have predictions we'll recap games we'll talk hoops we'll do all of it it's fun it's on KXNO uh, here in Des Moines 1460 AM 106.3 FM anywhere on the iHeartRadio app it airs at 7 o'clock and then we'll have it up on the podcast page here on HawkeyeNation.com not long after that thank you for listening go Hawks